The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. Welcome back to another episode of The Bright Side. My guest today is the super talented singer-songwriter Maddie Noyes, who's also a friend of mine. And I feel that she is probably the literal embodiment of what this podcast is all about, which is just having such a bright, sunny outlook on life and always looking at the bright side of things. And so I just wanted to have you here today because you're, you're a person who I really admire and always feel very happy. And like anytime I'm around you, your energy just takes over the room in such a positive way. So I'm just really happy to have you here today. I feel the same way about you. Ever since I've met you, it's just been such a genuine like energy of like two women who just have fun and lift each other up and like enjoy the time we have together. And you're just a very salt of the earth person. And I love like your love and passion for music and how you just sweet to say all no matter that. who's yeah. around you, what kind of creative they are, I feel like you just are such a lover of that. And that's so important in the creative like process, you know? I really do admire people who are creative because I think I'm not particularly creative. So it always feels so cool to be around people who are. It's like I get to have a little bit of a taste of that for just a Definitely. moment. Definitely. And I, I think it makes you like a, a vital part of the process to that, which is so important. So by the way, I'm also realizing but now that we're talking and I'm just focusing on your voice, mm-hmm. what a sexy voice you have. <laughs> I feel like I have a weird voice that changes all the time. Like, it's very distinctive. I have so many different little voices I do. Like sometimes I'm like really country and loud. And sometimes I'm like, <laughs> you know, like more like, you know, hey, don't mess with me. And sometimes I'm like really low and sexy. You're serving us low, sexy, Maddie. You're, you're catching me in my morning realness, you know, <laughs> after after my coffee, after my little morning walk. <laughs> I love that though. Yeah. Um, well, I want people because... Obviously, people who are listening may not be as familiar with who you are and what your background is um, as I am. Um, So I kind of wanted to dig into who you are. Obviously, you're an incredibly talented singer and songwriter, and I'm sure that most people have heard your music at one point or another. But can you tell us a little bit about, you know, what it's like growing up in a small town and making your way to LA and just kind of what that process has been like for you? Yeah, I will say that, you know, um, I've lived several different places. And I, I moved out of my home when I was 15. I lived in Mississippi. I went to Nashville. I moved to LA at 17. And by and the way, every- I just want to point uh, out that even though nobody would pick up on this because you're so well-spoken and so fucking mature and amazing, you're still very young. What are you yeah. 20, 22. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it blows my mind because you're just so sophisticated and cool. I've always like, I've never liked to waste time. And I've always just kind of known what I've wanted and like who I was. And even I don't think you ever really know who you are. But I I still figure it out every day. I still challenge myself to like get better. And that's like my main thing in life is like, my one goal is I'll be dedicated to just being my best self, whatever that means, even if I've messed up, and I've hurt someone and I've really screwed up, if I can just not do that again, and get better that's a win for me. But just speaking where I'm from, like living in Mississippi, Nashville, LA, I found that every place has such a good and such a bad, like such a high, high and such a low, low. Hmm. And they're all so different. The highs in Mississippi are nothing like the highs of LA. The lows in Mississippi are nothing like the lows. I want to know what these are. So what are the highs of Mississippi and the lows? The highs of Mississippi are the sweet, 
genuine hospitality, the kindness, the people checking in on you, the genuineness of when you walk in a store or a restaurant, when people start talking to you, it's not just because they have to, it's because they want to. And that's just the culture. Uh, the downside would be the stereotypes you hear that, you know, it's a little behind politically, um, which is true in a lot of sense. It's not true everywhere in Mississippi, but, you know, the the bad things that come with a place a that in, in history, the old fashioned, the acceptance of maybe like people that are different you know different yeah exactly different to what is taught to be the norm not actually because to me that's normal right so right. even i'm even i'm very different for people from there not i'm I not think in LA, we're spoiled with the diversity of how you know you've got all sorts of different people oh, so yeah. like you said being mm-hmm. different is the is the norm in LA which yeah. is very cool for music, it was great because um, there's not a million people doing it. So it's easy to not get in your head. And it's really easy to just focus on like, what is the raw thing coming out of me? And I love jazz. I love blues. I love soulful music. So I think I try to take that part of Mississippi with me, like into the pop world as much as I can. And I'm getting more into that with the new album, but with every place I go, I try to like bring the good parts of it with me. So when I came out to LA, I tried to bring the good parts of Mississippi and Nashville, which was like the Southern hospitality and the Mm -hmm. kindness and sweetness. Um, Well, I can speak to the fact that you definitely have done that. Thank you. Right, and that right, was my right. goal. But yeah. I'm just a Mississippi hippie with a dream. That's all it is, you know? <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> that is such a Maddie thing to say. I love it. <laughs> it's true. That's all I am. I'm just a Mississippi hippie with a dream. Yeah, but you're so much more than that because I was going to say when when you said <laughs> it's easy to stand out in Mississippi, I feel like you would stand out anywhere and you do. That's why you're having so much success Aww. here, you know? That's very sweet of you. Thank you. It's true. I mean, I know that you feel um, that you've kind of had these moments where you were just at the brink of blowing up and then something came in the way of it and you've had some bumps along the road, which is actually something that would be cool for us to talk about on here. Like what? Yeah. I don't know if you want to get into what, you know, Mm -hmm. what that journey has been like. Why don't you just go ahead? Um, You know, I was signed to a major label when the biggest label when I was 16, you know, and I was not very different than the person I am today. I had a pretty good head on my shoulders. I, I could carry myself with adults. I could talk, I could get deep, you know, like it wasn't any of that. It was more like back then I had more of a perspective of, okay, if I just listen to these people who know what they're doing, then it will get me to where I need to be quicker. And if I can get there quicker, I can help the world quicker. And then I can do what I want to do and I can spread my message, but I just have to get there. And that was a very confusing line to walk because you're walking on a line of like your self-dignity and your artistry and like compromising that and still kind of figuring out what it is because as well as you might know yourself, there were so many people in my ears telling me, you should wear this, you should look like this, you should do your hair like that you know well and you have such a unique aesthetic your aesthetic is so vibrant and fun and colorful Mm -hmm. and it's very you so I can imagine that that must be a struggle sometimes when you have people who want your image to be like a certain way maybe they want you to be like fat or looking or whatever you know oh yeah I mean nowadays um everyone wants to put you in a box and say like you can only be one thing and I'm just not a box kind of girl you know when you hear my album that's coming out, there's like a song for everybody on it. Which like I have, right? Yeah, you've heard, heard most, heard of, most it. of it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like it all flows, but it's still every song's a little bit different. Um, totally. And I was actually going to say that to you as well, because even I feel like your aesthetic, while it's so colorful and bright, and some of the songs that you make are as well. But then on the other hand, you have songs that are so much more kind of like tormented or darker or more, you know, it's really a whole range. And that's oh, yeah. so cool that you're able to do that. Yeah, I think that the darkness, like it comes along with the brightness. And by that, like my way of handling it is just through comedy, like making lots of jokes, laughing at myself, <laughs> laughing at life. If you don't laugh, you'll cry. Like I love that saying. <laughs> it's very That's true. Actually, you know what? I really appreciate you saying that because I've noticed that I do that a lot lately. Like I mm-hmm. kind of make jokes about things that I might actually be feeling sad about. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really realize that until someone pointed it out recently. They were like, Yeah, mm-hmm. do you think that you tend to just kind of laugh things off? And I think it's so true though. It's sort of like a defense mechanism in a way. Yeah. And honestly. Someone who inspires me to do that um, is one of our mutual friends, which is the reason I even know you, Linda. Linda, I feel oh, like. Oh, really? She, I mean, she's had a crazy life. She's yeah, been through Linda, so, Linda so much. Brody's, we're talking about Brody's mom. Linda. And that's how I got to know Caitlin is through, I knew Linda before anyone. She was like, you need to make music with my sons. I met her at a BMI award years ago. And Linda started to become kind of like, someone I really looked up to and could always talk to and come to for advice. And I just feel like she's been through so much, but you see on her Instagram, all her stories, everything she promotes is just like, ha ha, isn't the waves beautiful? Isn't life silly? Oh, blah, blah, blah. It's all just, blah. you know? And I'm like, okay, if she can go through all that and I see her in Malibu doing her thing, looking like a freaking star, like yeah, spreading a- that message, that inspires me and, and gives me hope every day, like for my future and what I want to, that perspective I want to have, you know? That's a very good point. She is very positive and you're right. Yeah. Like she just kind of tends to laugh at situations that would otherwise maybe be a little sad or difficult yeah. and make them make you feel like no matter what, you're going to get through it. So mm-hmm. that's actually For a really sure. good point. And you know what? It's funny because I obviously remember the times we spent hanging out together in the studio at a, out at our house in Malibu, but I didn't remember that it was because of Linda that that all started. Yeah. So I, I owe Linda, thank you for that. For sure. Linda's amazing. <laughs> she is amazing. And I mean, I think that she's like a very good person to look up to in terms of mm-hmm. looking at the bright side of things. That's for, for sure. sure. So what was it like when you actually got to LA? I know we've talked a little bit about kind of like what the industry was like, but in, just in mm-hmm. terms of going from, from being in a small town to being in a bigger town, like, was it all just kind of, you felt you know, comfortable? I'm, I would say I'm a relatable person because of my honesty of like, mm-hmm. when things happen, it comes out in the song and like, people can go through that, right? But mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that I'm relatable in the way of just like how most people are built in mm-hmm. the brain. Um, because always people are like oh it must be so hard coming from Mississippi to a big city in the middle of West Hollywood like by yourself but I've never thought about it much because I can kind of like adapt anywhere like I love like I said I love to find the good about every place and about everything really like even if it's like oh that movie looks horrible I don't want to watch it like that's not the perspective I have now the perspective is I'll watch it I'm sure I can find something See, this about is exactly it what I'm talking about you have I'm that, sure I can. yeah that mentality yeah. Like, I really do believe there is something good about everything. And that's someone's like art and time and work. Like, come on, how bad could it really be? We're so critical these days, you know? If you've, what, whatever roadblocks you've encountered, what is something positive that has come out of those long-term? Like, have you ever had something that was a really big problem at the time that you feel like later became a good thing? Always. Um, 
I mean, just one year ago, my life was completely different. I was still one year and a few months. Quarantine kind of got things blurring together. But about a year ago, <laughs> you know, I was in a different relationship. Um, I was with a completely different team of people. I was with a different label. I was not getting to put out any music. I was 20 pounds heavier um, and I was really depressed and I didn't know how I was going to make money at the time. And wow. it was just, a, it was a horrible moment. It was a horrible low moment. Um, but I just switched it up. The problem is with most people is like, it's easy to talk about change and dream about it and say, yeah, I'm going to wake up one day and I'm going to do this. You have to actually do it. <laughs> just do it. Like the day is not going to come. Like today is the day. Yeah. And, that's, and you know what? Some people get that. Like the guy I'm dating now, like he inspires me because he is the type of person that wakes up and gets it every day. Just like if he's not doing that, he does not feel good about himself. And that does inspire me to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to get on my grind. I want to keep making cool stuff. You know, like that's an mm -hmm. awesome thing that I found in someone. But I think it takes some time. like having a friend like that or having someone in your life watching how they will do that and just being like, wow, I want to, I want to be better for myself. And yeah, if they I mean, do this, so can I and do it, you know, like I recently know. I decided to take up Ariel, like that's extremely hard. It makes no sense why I would do it, but no, I mean, I think that that's, I think that's a really cool skill that you could use in performance. And also honestly, just that's got to be the gnarliest workout it is ever. your body's really gonna be is. in such good shape right now yeah it just shows you that like it's all mental and this is coming from someone who is naturally lazy and that's I mean with that being said like I've recorded like 10 plus albums like I'm not lazy when it comes to music but in life like if I could take shortcuts what I want to yeah, yeah. <laughs> have I learned that you can't yeah I've learned that you absolutely can't that you have to do the work no one's gonna do it for you the vision starts here um, and it's okay to not get it overnight. Like I've been struggling in LA for five years to finally get to this album that I'm finally putting out. And that's five years of writing in the studio almost every single day. Yeah. You know? See, I wouldn't describe you as lazy at all. Cause ever since I've known you, I feel yeah. like that's all you're ever doing. Is I'll say this. I'm lazy to, I can be lazy to learn new things. And yeah. that's what I mean really is like, I've always been lazy to, you know, I've always had accountants. I've always had people doing things for me because I, I was kind of getting on my successful thing pretty young. So mm -hmm. I'm lazy to learn new things that I need to learn about like computer stuff or, you know, or maybe even just becoming a female producer boss. Like I've always gone to sessions and people have recorded my vocals and done the production, but like, why can't I learn? Why You're can't I sit here? Yeah. Exactly. I can learn. I can do all the things they're doing. I just didn't want to, but now I that this first album's done I'm ready to start learning so I think that's so cool I think you're right that when you push yourself to try something new mm -hmm. and this is far more embarrassing and ridiculous than what you were just talking about but I've been doing TikTok dances while we've been stuck in quarantine and I, I danced all growing up and so I used to be good at choreography but then I stopped after high school mm -hmm. you know and doing these dances I realized like the first one it was so hard for me to learn and then my brain has just kind of been getting jogged I think like my that part of my brain I've got working again and now it's super easy for me to learn them mm -hmm. and I think I'm and I think to your point I've just been so lazy to try something like that that I didn't realize that I could actually be good at it if I just kept you know if I just took the time to do it yeah and like yeah. picking up anything new even with writing you know it's like if you're doing it regularly it's just 
I think breaking the habit of being like, I could just watch a TV show right now, or I could just, you know, hang around on my phone, but actually pushing yourself to do something different. Oh yeah. And actually checking your phone time and making sure that you're not on at all hours of the day. And like, I literally don't spend more than an hour on Instagram every day. I spend less than an hour. I make sure of that. And I also put limits on my phone to like hit me up at night or in the morning. Like if it's too before, like it'll say like time limit, time limit, like, okay, really? I yeah, I don't, I don't want to be on my phone all the time. Like, I just don't. I, I want to dedicate that. Like, how much time could I dedicate from Instagram to reading a book that's going to help me or, you know, doing a podcast or doing a painting a picture, making something like useful of my time. Like, I don't want to be on my phone all the time. No, I know. I don't either. That's something I need to be working on, though, because I think I definitely yeah. spend too much time. Um, <laughs> so, like, who are you looking to in the industry right now, in your industry, that really inspires you or you look to for inspiration with, when making your own music? My main inspirations are uh, Lady Gaga. For one, she... Really? I love the way she presents herself. I love the way that she's about... Uh, finding strength, power, and beauty in everything. I love that she worked hard and played at piano bars for years. Same as me, you know, like I've literally for 10 years, like played shows. I started off doing like four hour cover shows, you know, like whatever I could get. I played every open mic in Nashville. I've played every gig in Nashville. Like mm -hmm. I've done it all, you know? Mm -hmm. So she really went out there and got it. She came in with a fresh new look. She came in with something that was weird to everyone, but it was truly like a game changer, iconic. Like maybe people don't get it at first, but in time they really do. And and, and she's evolved to acting, acting in some of my favorite shows, American Horror Story, A Star is Born, like, oh, yeah, seeing that evolution of like staying on top all those years, staying beautiful, humble, kind, and also acting and doing great things. That's how I feel about Rihanna as well. She stayed on top for 10 years. She's held herself with poise. She's done acting. She's made beauty brands, lingerie, like that's all stuff I have interest in. I have ideas for all that stuff. So yeah. I don't want to just do music. Music is like my love, my baby, my number one, but I'm just a creative person. Like I want to do it all, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think that's the goal is to become an entire brand long-term, mm -hmm. you know, and Lady Gaga, I think one of the things that's so unique and cool about her too, is that, um, she seems to really be pretty honest and raw with who she is. It's not mm -hmm. like she's putting on any kind of a facade or trying to be someone that she isn't. Like that documentary she did was so good. You watched that, obviously, right? Yeah, five, amazing. Five foot two, is that what it's called? Yeah. She's and incredible. I mean, it, you just really, it's like you, you, you get what you see. I mean, she wasn't always like that, I guess, because at first she was very... Um, you know, kind of flamboyant and, and all her costumes. And that was that was a really cool phase as well. But I actually relate to her so much more now that she's a little bit more, I don't the know. The world changes you. Wow. Like, it really does. It really does change you. In ways you become, you know, you just change a lot. Like, I don't think I'll ever... I've definitely lost like a sense of excitement, but I've gained like a sense of myself and my worth and like my dignity. So it comes and goes with um, just being here a while and really understanding what all this is, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. So I have some rapid fire questions that are just kind of fun ones we do. Okay. Every episode. So I want to take you through some of those. Um, tell me one thing that cheers you up whenever you're feeling down. Honestly, a bath. That's the one thing that oh. always cheers me up when I'm feeling down. I love being in water. 
<laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. I love to do, do you put Epsom salts in and mm-hmm. um, I have all the works. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it makes a world of difference. And also mm-hmm. if you dry brush, have you ever tried dry brushing before? Dry brushing? Yeah. So they actually make these things that are like body brushes that have sort of soft bristles, but coarse enough that when they brush against your skin, it kind of gets the blood flowing. And mm. it's meant to, if you do that, it sort of opens up your pores. And then whenever you're in the Epsom salts, they're able to absorb into your body better. Oh. And it also gets your circulation going faster. So it's like a whole little. Good to know. Yes. Thank you for the hot tip. I'll have to get you one of those as a yeah. Send me a dry brush. What's one thing, or a person, or a thing that you would bring back from the past if you could? Ooh. It could be like a trend. It could be a, a <gasps> thing. Oh, I know. They used to make those orange Altoids. Um, oh, <laughs> I love you know you know the ones that taste so good. Like tangerine. I actually don't know that I ever had the orange <gasps> ones, but those. Oh sound- no. It was a thing. It was a thing back in the day. They they were in this little, it was like an Altoid, but they were orange and they right. were like, looked like a little flower. And oh my goodness, what? the best <laughs> candy ever. Oh yes, it was so good. I wish they'd bring those back. Were they an actual Altoid? <laughs> Not like minty and white. They're like orange oh. and they're like hard candy. Yeah. I thought you were going to say like Elvis or something. Oh, that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> of course I'd bring Elvis back. No, number one. He's my first crush ever. So who's your favorite Instagram follower that makes you feel happy or laugh? There's this guy called uh, Ryan Fisher on my page. He literally posts like the funniest memes every day. Oh my goodness. He Ryan makes Fisher? Laugh. I believe so. Yeah. He okay. makes me laugh nonstop. Um, also like my little fan pages, uh, they're so sweet. They're like the first ones to comment. They always like lift me up and we always have really good chats. They're just such sweet people out there. I can't wait to meet them one day. That's really cute. Yeah. Um, what's a, what's your go-to song to feel happy? I really like that, um, song to feel happy. Um, don't be afraid to catch feelings. I know you ain't afraid to catch feelings. Oh, Oh, we get a free concert right now. Um, yeah, that's a great song. It's like funky. Oh, I'm really, uh, I think it's a Katy Perry. I think it's a Calvin Harris song. Be, yeah, I can't sing it. Don't be afraid to catch me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good happy song. Like that song just makes me happy instantly. Yeah, because I um I have a playlist called uh-huh. Rose Colored Glasses that um we add each of our guests favorite mm-hmm. song on too every week oh cool cool, cool. that'll be on there don't be afraid to, afraid to catch feelings oh i just put out a song sunlight that's all about positivity I and think I've that been... one's already on there oh cool <laughs> perfect <laughs> yes yeah maddie's song sunlight is on the playlist and yeah. also obviously everyone can go to spotify and look up maddie noise and listen to mm-hmm. all your music which i do, do on a regular basis because it's actually all really good check it out really really good um what would be the title of your memoir I feel like, you know, I know it's a little early to No, I mean, actually, when I was in sixth grade, they made us write our own obituaries. So for a school, <laughs> for a school project. And guess how I wrote that I died. How? I said that I was going to die from an overdose of Splenda. Because when I was a little girl, I would rip open Splenda packets and just take them down <laughs> constantly. 
every time I would go to lunch or dinner, just eating Splenda all the time. That um, is interesting. That's like honestly a- the best thing I've ever heard that I related to the most was the Clive Davis uh, one, which was "Soundtrack of Our Lives." Like I think mm. that's I think that's a really beautiful title, like "Soundtrack of Your Life," because that's all I really want to be is like I want to be a soundtrack to people's lives. So I wouldn't want to steal that, but it would be something. Uh, along the lines of that you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I think that's really nice Mm -hmm. what's something you would recommend to someone who was feeling down Mm. I would say to think about a few things that you're grateful for you know when you're feeling down it's it's really hard sometimes to focus on the upsides right because you're just so in it in that moment and it's it's hard to see above that but I found that sound can be very healing like just putting on I play sound bowls um to to help me calm down and I found that if you just put on the right song the right comforting even a sound bowl playlist like my best friend molly before she goes to sleep she'll listen to sound bowls on spotify and really just found like the right sounds the right like smells the right thoughts can kind of flip a whole situation me personally like i said i like to try to make it as silly as i can and try to be like wow life is just silly to be honest like yeah, just try, to look, know? just try to flip the way that you're looking at the situation. I try to have, I think the only thing that gets me through life is like just having a really unique perspective on things. Like, yeah. you know, where, where most people would be like, oh, that's not supposed to be like that. And that's, this supposed to be this way and blah, blah, blah. Well, yes, we're taught growing up that the world is very black and white, but the reality is it's not. And that's okay. And a mm-hmm. lot of people find so much anger and not knowing the unknown when we should be finding the unknown as a beautiful thing. Like, yeah, life can suck. It is supposed to be a little bit shitty. That's the reality. It's a way it's, it's a constant wave of highs and lows. One second you're up one you're down, but the whole point of when you're down and you break is to have a chance to rebuild yourself again. You know, well, I so- think, and that's, that's what being an optimist is, is not, it doesn't mean that everything is always great and you're always happy. It just and- means that you always know that eventually things will be okay. You expect that things will get better and you are able to take those situations, like you just said, and flip them and try to find the positive in the situation. It's history. It's all great stories. As different as we all are, all stories have a theme and that is... You have a starting point. Someone hurts you. Someone breaks you down. You feel broken. You have the choice then. Am I going to become better than this and not let it completely defeat me? Not saying you're not entitled to feel your feelings, Mm -hmm. but you have that choice of what can I do from now on? How can I move forward with this situation? And that's up to you, you know? Um, There was a, I don't know if I told you about this when we were hanging out, but when I was in Bali, um, I went to this place called the Pyramids of Chi. This mm-hmm. is to what you were talking about with the sound bowls. And have you ever heard of light sound vibration therapy? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I actually did that in Bali. Wow. I went into this pyramid where they had all of these individual water beds. They were twin size water beds. So you each got your own bed and the beds had speakers inside them. So when you lay on the bed and they, there's a woman in there who plays all these instruments and the instruments vibrate through the water, mm-hmm. you're feeling all the vibrations from all of the instruments while you're laying there. And then there's a white light above you that starts to blink. And so you've got these sound vibrations and then the light going, and apparently it stimulates the pineal gland in your brain, uh-huh. which is the same gland that 
either secretes DMT or is affected by DMT, and which is a chemical your body naturally secretes that causes people to hallucinate. And yes. so this it's the same chemical that people secrete just before they die. So I think and when you're born and when you dream sometimes. Oh, really? When you dream too? They say. Uh, I don't know that. Um, so a lot of times when people say that they've had like a near-death experience and they see heaven, they think it's possible it's because of DMT. Um, but anyway. I'm sure it is, DMT. <laughs> when you're in the, this pyramid, this light and the sound vibrations are stimulating that. So I actually felt like at one point I was flying through space mm-hmm. and but you're not, it sounds kind of, or it sounded scary to me going into it. But when you're actually in it, it's so peaceful. Of course. And it felt like a full mind body reset. Are you the type that. of person that usually likes to be like hyper in control of your situation? I think so. Yeah. Because yeah, if you told me that, I'd be like, that doesn't sound scary. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just nervous. She started telling me how people have different visuals and people cry. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen yeah, people, people cry. People laugh. People fall asleep. People freak out. Like, she's like, you don't know what you're going to get when you go in there. So, but just know that the door is always open if you need to get up and leave. But once yeah. I was in it, it was so chill and so cool. Um, and I would love to be able to do that, experience that more. Oh, home. yeah. So I think the sound bowls is a really cool idea. I didn't even realize you could do that on Spotify. And you made up another good point um, when you said, like, it's scary hearing people's experiences of crying or this or that. One thing I think is really important for people to remember out there is, like, do not be afraid to look inside yourself. You know, a lot of people are so afraid of what they might find. Like be fearless, go in and find it, like find it, be aware of it. It's so much better. I think that's such a good aware. point. You probably get a good exercise in that because you're songwriting, you know, so you it's really free therapy. To dive deep. Totally. And I think that that's something I've definitely learned in this past year is just, um, because I think I'm kind of closed off to my feelings a lot of the time. I just sort of like keep everything down and I don't really say a lot about, like I didn't even cry. I don't know. It took me a long time to get to a point where I actually finally cried and it felt so good to do that. Yeah. But it it really does, like you have to allow yourself to yeah. like let your body go there or your mind go there. And I think you're so right. It's really freeing when you do it. It really it, is. It it's freeing to accept yourself. Yeah. And I think it's scary because you think you're going to be in pain, but like that pain is a good thing ultimately because you get past it. And then it really go. is. It's like, I, I've, I'm always trying to be this like Virgo perfectionist therapist for everyone. I know giving everyone advice, trying to be literally perfect all the time. And, and it's you and not I are the same in that right. we're both Virgos. And, yeah. and I don't often like talk, like I will talk about how I feel of course, but you, you rarely see me like break down. Like I, I keep it together because I, I just do, you know, mm-hmm. but it, there's something really nice about accepting your faults. And even this past week, like I had a moment like that where I, you know, I, I got, in a a tiff with (laughs) the guy I'm dating. And, um, it came down to me just being like having to really accept like that these are my issues and this is what I need to work on to be better. And, um, that I can hurt people if I'm not careful in what I do. So you just, what'd you do, Maddie? (laughs) I just think that, I think that like, I naturally like, I don't, I don't always realize the effect that I have on people because 
I'm very like living in the moment and I never process things until like years later sometimes. I think it's hard to be self-aware, honestly, you know? I mean, I'm literally just like in this, like I'm in this week to week, like writing my songs, feeling these feelings. And honestly, this whole first album I'm putting out, it's all stories of love and what love has taught me. And all the songs on the album are about like, the three people I've been in love with and the stories they've taught me, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so I've kind of decided that whether it works out with this guy or not, like after this, if it doesn't work out, or even if it does after this, the music I want to make moving forward, I don't really want it to be about love right now. I want my new stuff to be about like me and my self discoveries with the world and my perception on the world and different ways of saying things that could click with people in a new way because that's like what channel orange by frank ocean did for me like i feel like every song was so beautiful they all had these different themes stories lessons the lyrics the things he the way he would say things made me think like wow i've never thought about it like that you i know? noticed that a little bit with Billie eilish she doesn't write so much about love she writes more about like her experiences in like yeah. LA and in the industry and growing up and i mean that's right kind of cool. but however i do feel like people connect so so intimately with artists when they're writing about love because it's the one thing that it really is either so wonderful and beautiful or painful that everybody mm-hmm. can really connect you know oh, really trust to. me I, I really I get that a hundred percent and the album is like every feeling you can feel in, in or out of love you know it's like breakups to the beginnings to the middles to the end so mm-hmm. it, it's all that it's just like it's, it's such really a good album. I thing. So good. I mean, all of your music is so good. Yeah, I don't think you've ever played me one song that I'm not like, yes. <laughs> right? I like to have a rule of like, try not to lay something down unless you're like super in love with it. Yeah. Um, well, one more thing before we go. The, one of the points of this podcast is to make and somehow just be more a positive example in people's lives and to like help people feel better. And mm-hmm. um, one of the... Uh, things that we like to ask each of our guests is if there's someone in their life who might be feeling kind of down right now or needs a little extra love or attention that we can ask everybody to kind of send positive thoughts to. Um, Well, I will say that just the older people that I really care about that have to live with the fear of like COVID-19 right now. Mm -hmm. And it's really scary. I mean, just to know, I mean, I, my boyfriend, like he, he's had friends who's, you know, friends, his family members have died because of this. So it's like, we're starting to see people in our own circle, like lose parents or grandparents. That's scary. You know, it's really scary. So I think just sending a little extra love to those people who are super living in fear right now. That's um, nice. You're right. That's a good idea. Like one of my dear friends, like she, you know, she relied on like the Melrose market weekly for income and like they've shut down the market and it's just so many friends of mine the, losing are you jobs. Talking about the farmer's market or the, yeah. Oh, they, they shut yeah. it down. Yeah. And you know, she sold amazing jewelry and she's calling like, Hey, how can I sell my jewelry? Still is there a way? I'm like, well, I, I would be happy to do a live stream, but that doesn't really, it's for jewelry selling. I don't think it would actually do you any good. Cause you yeah, know, this is a tough time for it's people. a tough time. And lots of my friends have like lost jobs and, um, I just, yeah, a little extra love to those people who are, who are really worried. Like, where's my next check going to come from? Cause the government in my opinion, for a lot of them, they haven't, they've been trying to apply for things and get things and it's not it's happening. So yeah. it's, it's very challenging. Yeah. Um, and where can our listeners find you? Uh, I'm everywhere. It's just the weirdest <laughs> way 
the weirdest way to spell Maddie, M-A-T-Y. <laughs> and No Yes is my last name, but it's pronounced Noise. Cause no Yes. Oh my gosh, I'd never yeah. even put that together. That's but. why I'm always so split. I'm like so easy. I'm like, yeah, I could get married and have children or I could be single forever and be a pop star or I could do this or I could do that. Like whatever, <laughs> it's chill. I'm cool. No, yes. Yes, no, maybe. <laughs> I love that. So it's at Maddie Noise on Instagram yeah. and Maddie Noise on Spotify and yeah. go check her out. Thank you so much for doing this with me. You're the best. Thank you. So much fun and great to see you. And I can't wait to yeah. see you when all this is over. We'll, we'll have to you. like do some fun stuff for sure. I know. Of course. Bye. Bye guys.